Welcome to Speaking of Humanity. I'm Nahama Robinson, developer of the Unconflict Personality System for Supporting Relationship, www.unconflict.com. Welcome, Christine. I'm super excited to be interviewing you today. This is my third Speaking of Dating Profiles episode, and I want to start by asking you to introduce yourself and really share anything that you think listeners would like to hear. Yeah. So first off, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm super honored and excited for this podcast. Um, So for those who don't know me, my name is Christine and I'm from California And I'm actually, I was born in Lebanon. So I've only been in the United States since I was 10. (laughs) So it is a totally different country, different culture and community. So if you hear me have an accent, it's because of that. Um, (laughs) I'm 25 years old. And yeah, so I'm still a student. I am majoring in criminal justice. And I, before the pandemic, I was actually an accounts payable for a movie theater and (laughs) I got laid off, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. So um, I started being more active on social media and that's when I got into content creating and, you know, started from creating TikToks and just, you know, posting on Instagram And now I can say that I am a content creator and I love what I do. And yeah, that's mostly me. (laughs) That's amazing. That's really amazing. Um, So I want to get a sense of what your dating experiences have been, your dating life, like how you would characterize it or just... Give us a sense of some aspects of how things, how your dating life has been so far, aspects that you really like, aspects that you want to change, um, just anything that you, anything you want to share just about, about that. So I've had a lot of bad experiences with dating, but I've also had good ones. So it it has definitely been a lot of learning and all of those dating um, experiences that I've had. Um, I'm still single. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, there is like, there's a lot that I've learned and a lot that I've been through in the dating world. So what are your, if you had to, say if you had to share um what are some takeaways what are some really important takeaways that you've gotten from positive and not so positive experiences um positive wise i think it's really important to really work through things in a relationship whether like you know you're having a great time and then next thing you know you're fighting I think if you really want that relationship to work I've learned that you kind of have to work through it until like unless it comes to the point where it's like okay you cannot do anything on your end anymore to make it work then it would be time to go but I would say you have to do everything you can to try to work through the ups and downs um and negative wise I would say 
it's really important to know what the other person's intentions are because you don't want to be with someone who doesn't have great intentions for your relationship or for you. So how do you figure that out? Is that something that you feel you've gotten better at figuring out people's intentions or again, any specific takeaways around that? Yeah. So for me, especially in the last year, I think it's, it's harder for me now because since I've grown my social media at times, I feel like guys only talk to me because they want to say like, Oh, she has a huge following, you know, and I'm talking to her, Mm -hmm. I'm dating her. Or sometimes it could even be money because my last relationship, I felt like, he was kind of using me in a way. So mm. I think just looking for the actions and because if you can feel it when someone wants to be with you for really good reasons, you will know they will do everything in their power to show that. Yes. Yes. Generally, you obviously have a lot of energy. You're super bubbly. It sounds like you have a lot going on at any one time. Would you say that's true? Yeah, that, that is very true. <laughs> um, can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, so usually, like, I'm very, like, outgoing, and I'm always on the go. Like, I don't ever, like, just sit at home and not do anything. So, and, like, I think, like you mentioned, like, my energy, too. I think sometimes it could be a lot for a guy to handle. Mm. Um, I think a lot of, like, my characteristics actually might be a lot to handle for a guy because Mm -hmm. I could be really stubborn, too. But yeah, I usually have a lot going on. and That's one thing, too, because when I'm dating someone, I would want them to be part of my every aspect of my life, kind of. So like doing family events or content and stuff like that. So mm. that's how it affects me in relationships. Absolutely. Um, and that actually ties in very naturally with your personality type. Before we started recording, we had a discussion to figure out your personality type. And I asked you the two multiple choice questions that I use to determine someone's personality type. And you are an ideas connector. Every personality type has something that sort of is what I consider a super strength. And the super strength of ideas connectors is that the sheer volume of thoughts and feelings that are constantly really surging through them is just vast and exponentially more than any other personality type. Their attention feels like it's often being pulled in a lot of different directions. Um, And there's a lot of energy there, right? So as you say, some people can find that a lot. Now, it's a gift. Okay. And if, you know, if someone doesn't like it, that's their loss. <laughs> um, and so what I want to do though, is talk a little bit more about your core personality, your bodyguards, um, as I've said in previous episodes. So everyone has a core personality, which is one of nine personality types. And then And those nine personality types are positioned on a closed loop. And whatever their core personality, the two personality types on either side act as what I call bodyguard personalities. There are an infinite number of ways that the core and two bodyguards can interact with each other, creating really an unlimited possibility for the internal personality triad dynamics. 
So your personality, your core personality is ideas connector. Again, very sophisticated. In addition to your core ideas connector personality, you have the two bodyguard personalities. One is the ideas change maker, which I would say really has a big influence on what you call your stubbornness. And then physical explorer, which I would say is really very relevant to the influencing that you do. It's very much about you know, all the photographs that you take that really capture just a joy in the moment. And that's very physical explore. So really all together, there's just a lot going on in your personality triad. And as you say, that can feel overwhelming to some people, right? I mean, it's it, it can feel a lot. But what I want to do is, first of all, I want to say, it's amazing and powerful and beautiful. So don't ever let anyone tell you that it's quote unquote too much because it's not. Um, what I do want to try to figure out is what personality types might be the most compatible with you. Um, it sounds like maybe the personality types of the people that you've dated have not necessarily been the one that would be best suited. So um, I'd like to sort of go go into that direction. How does that sound? That sounds good, yeah. Okay, okay. So what you have shared and what I certainly agree with is that you want to date someone who is not is 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 very open and someone who can really enjoy who can follow the flow um obviously they have their own identity their own life but that they're not they're not easily overwhelmed right um and they're just enjoying things as much as you are, right? They're able to really open up and kind of enjoy as much as possible. There are different personalities that have some aspect of that. But I think I'm guessing that one of the challenges that maybe you've encountered is that it can be difficult to find someone who you know, is, is really relaxed, you know, wants to go along for the ride and also has an internal piece to them, which is very important for you. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that when people first meet you, and, and I'll even specifically say maybe even guys even more so this might be true for and again correct me if I'm wrong but when they first meet you and they sort of see your outward persona and your again your energy and just just you know you're you're beautiful you know and just everything about you that's just so just just attractive and appealing and you know drawing them in um that they sort of don't want to look deeper. I mean, would you say that's, is that, does that feel true or no? Yeah. So basically like how they see me on the outside, but they don't really get to know me. Right. Is yeah. that, yeah, that's yeah. 100% true. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Cause they sort of feel like what they see on the outside is sort of, you know, they're, they're done. They're like, Oh good. That's what I, you know what I mean? That's all I need to see. You know what I mean? I think the key is to, really identify a personality type that sort of can appreciate all that external fabulousness that you have while at the same time 
also want to appreciate you for who you are on the inside, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of women struggle with that. Honestly, a lot of, you know, women who date men are, you know, struggle with that. I don't think that's, unfortunately, I think that's pretty common. Um, But what I want to do is still specifically focus on you and think, okay, what personality type do I think would really potentially have the highest chance of success for you? Every personality triad has the potential for balance if core and bodyguards are fully developed. That's not always the case. Bodyguards are not always developed, even core personality, you know, people who've experienced various things that sort of have overwhelmed their core personality, have made bodyguard personalities feel shut out for whatever reason. It really hampers how they develop and how the core and bodyguard personalities develop. I see personality types as toolboxes. So we have our core toolbox that we're our default toolbox. And then we also have two other toolboxes, the bodyguard toolboxes that we have access to um, if need be. And whenever our core toolbox just feels like it's not really the right toolbox for the job, you know, of what we're dealing with in life, then, you know, we reach into one or both of the other toolboxes. But again, there's so many factors that play into that. So, um, Let me, I guess, you know, I want to ask you some more specific questions to really about maybe some of your past experiences to try to kind of zoom in because I have a lot of different thoughts in my head now about personality types. And I realize that I kind of want a little more information. So generally, would you say that the people you've dated all have similar personalities? For the most part, yes, because a lot of the guys that I've actually been in a relationship with, not just like talking, they've usually been like the quiet type and like they're just, they're just there to be there kind of personality. Yep. Yep. So have you now, have those been, have some of those been positive, some of those not so positive? Have all of those been positive? What can you give me a sense of kind of the general personality of people you've dated that you've considered, you know, more positive and then generally describe the personality of people you've dated where it hasn't been so positive? So I think the positive ones have been the ones where they've actually gotten to know me and they've actually been with me because of me, not because of like just my looks, obviously. Um, Because I say this a lot, I think, yes, physical appearance is important but the inner beauty is what's more important and there has only been a few guys who had actually seen the inner beauty of me like has actually gotten to know me and those were the best relationships um, even though they didn't work out but I think the ones that were negative were obviously the ones where they just wanted this this is kind of weird but they just wanted to be with me to sleep with me Yes. So yes. they didn't want to get to know me and build this life together. Absolutely. And and yeah, I really appreciate your candor. And I'm confident that um, certainly many women and honestly, probably people of all genders can appreciate what you're saying, you know. Um, so the people who have, the guys who've, wanted to take the time to get to know you have though have they all been quiet the quiet type yeah 
Okay. Okay. So there are different personalities that could come across as quiet types. Can you tell me a little bit about what generally, like what their interests were, what their, you don't have to be specific, just generally though, what type of line of work were they in sort of what did they enjoy generally so i get a sense i'm I'm trying to get a sense of specifically what personality type they might have been yeah so for that actually i think that's one of the main reasons for those relationships that didn't work out because they didn't really go after their dreams like they didn't have their dream jobs or even work on it they kind of had like um security jobs or like restaurant jobs So they just settled for whatever they could have settled for. They didn't go bigger, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. (laughs) And it does relate to what I, what I had in my, what I, what I had in mind and what I was, what I was thinking. Um, So do you think that, so let me ask you this, the, the relationships that you've had that, were you know more negative than positive were any of those people ambitious and they did really have dreams that they were going after one of them did my most recent one um he did like he didn't want to give up so he kept continued going after but that was also the relationship that didn't work and I also thought like he was with me for the money and like he didn't really care and wanted to know me (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. It, I'm, I'm definitely. I mean, all these pieces are making sense. I have another question for you. Have you ever connected with someone who was an artist and really passionate about their art? I did one person. Yes. And was that a dating relationship? Yeah, it was a relationship, but it only lasted like two weeks. And it la- what what happened there? Can you? Like, yeah so for me like I usually go with my gut feeling because I've learned that they're usually right and absolutely um I had found out like he would he was leaving like comments the day he even asked me to be his girlfriend like he was still leaving comments like emojis under other girls pictures and still following other girls and stuff like that so I kind of felt that you know, he was just trying to get at everyone. So I even told him, but obviously a lot of my experiences, the guys always deny it. But um, I was right because there was this other girl from the gym that he had initially like started following and talking. And like after I broke broke it off with him, like he had started talking to her more and hanging out with her and, you know, doing exactly. photography and all that. Exactly, exactly. Um, so have you ever dated someone or do you even know anyone who uh is very cerebral like they're they're very um maybe maybe tend towards more of an academic just just personality if you will like they're they're they like thinking about things have you ever dated anyone like that do you even know anyone who you sort of would characterize like that not dated but I've I have a really close guy friend who is like that like um Mm -hmm. you know he went to school and he's very um like he's very active in a way I don't know if that makes sense but like active not just in the gym but like towards life like going after the things he wants and 
Yes. So now can I ask, is, is it, is that someone you would consider dating? Is he involved with someone else? Is it just that you don't, you, is there a reason that you guys never dated? Yeah, I actually was, uh, we actually met through a dating app, but um, he didn't want a relationship at the time. And I don't think like I would be the perfect girl for him. Like, I don't know if it's something because he said, I'm not sure, but he kind of doesn't see himself with me, but like we've come to be very close friends, which I'm okay with now, but yeah. Right. Okay. It was a one way street. (laughs) Yeah. So, So I think that's interesting because I think that, it might be that his personality type would be a good fit for you, but you know, we're all individuals. That's why I say there are an infinite number of ways that each personality triad can sort of manifest. And so they're, they're different. So it could be that that personality type still has a lot of potential for you, but that it needs to sort of come together in a different way. With him, I felt like, Time management wise, he wasn't the one thing that he kind of lacked in. But um, mm-hmm. so someone maybe with the same personality who, you know, didn't bail, was good with time management. Like mm-hmm. if they said like, OK, we're going to do this, then we do it. So going back to your personality, you are an ideas connector. And again, very sophisticated, lots of thoughts and feelings going on at any given time. Um, lots of interests. Um to see many sides of a situation, um, you know, that's sort of your baseline. Would you agree that that's sort of your baseline personality? I was like, oh my gosh, that is so me. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. So, um, your bodyguards are so one of your bodyguards is the ideas change maker. And what I'm guessing is that. That guy, uh, his core personality was an ideas change maker. And I still can't tell. I don't have enough information to say if his um, if his ideas connect or bodyguard was a strong bodyguard or not. Um, his other bodyguard would have been ideas explorer, which is very much the artist. Did he have a very kind of deeply creative or deeply spiritual side to him? Spiritual, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, ideas explorers are again, people who are core ideas explorers, very deeply, deeply artistic and or deeply spiritual. You know, that sort of that, that depth, that sort of esoteric depth. Um, so now what's interesting is that ideas change makers can be very aware of, you know, time, like you said, time organization, you know, very good at organizing time or they can not care. And I think, again, that really depends on how their core and bodyguards are interacting. It's not uncommon for changemakers to not rely on their bodyguards because changemakers tend to be very, feel very strongly about whatever it is that they feel strongly about, you know, whatever their opinions are, whatever they want, whatever they, however they, their, whatever their perspective is. And so they don't necessarily feel like they want to be influenced or that they want to give up any of the kind of driver's seat, you know, to a bodyguard. And so what often happens with changemakers is that bodyguards are not necessarily developed 
or if they are developed, they're developed in a way that can be immature, you know, can be a little immature, can be chaotic, you know, can be, can struggle in some ways, can be struggling. So was he someone who ever, did you ever know of him experiencing anxiety in any way? No, I don't think he ever did. Okay. Okay. So it really sounds to me, honestly, which again is not uncommon at all, um, that his ideas connected bodyguard was just not, it just wasn't, you know, wasn't very developed. And um, it could even be that at some point, I guess what I'm going to even guess is that as he was growing up and his body, his, his personality was developing, he might've attempted to sort of tap into that bodyguard and it did not end well for him. It did not really support where he wanted to go. And so he shut it down essentially. Um, and so what I think might be the case, and this is could be very much reading a lot into it, but I think that what might have been the case is that your core personality was something that he had he had to give up within himself, right? And so it had a lot of internal association for him that really he, he didn't feel in, you know, like, like he could manage well or like it didn't feel comfortable, right? I mean, I, I'm sort of guessing that as he was growing up and possibly ex exploring that bodyguard that he ended up in situations that felt unsafe to him. And so the energy of that personality sort of triggers a feeling of, of, of unsafety in him. Um, does that sound, do you think that's at all possible? I'm not sure because I don't know too much about his like childhood. <laughs> yeah. So I can't answer on that part. Okay. Anyway. So I think, I think that, um, I think that potentially, and it's complex because you're such a complex individual. I think a, there are a lot of moving parts and in a relationship that you're in, there are a lot of moving parts. So you're a very sophisticated person and you need someone who's sophisticated. And I think sophisticated people are not as easy to come by, honestly, in general. Um, but I still think that if you, you know, if, if we can sort of narrow down what that would look like, I do think that as you're out in your life, that again, intuitively, you would maybe pick up and notice something and notice something about someone that you might have not have noticed otherwise. So I'm hoping that we could sort of put together a little bit of a picture that would be useful in, in that way. Does that make sense? Does that, how does that feel? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I do think that of all the personality types, someone who might be a core ideas change maker with ideas connector bodyguard and ideas explorer bodyguard in the right combination could be an amazing fit for you. And so I think here's, here's sort of how I think, you know, 
what you would notice. Like if you're approaching someone who I think had that sort of personality layout, you know, what, here's what I think it would, it would sort of look like. Um, as you've said, as you've sort of referenced before, I do think that it, he would be someone who at first glance, low key, not looking to be the center of attention. You talked before about the one guy who really didn't have ambition. And then you talked about someone who was ambitious, but more in a very, let's say, you know, monetary way and sort of in a way, everything was about that. Like he really wasn't able to bring himself to a relationship on a personal level. Like essentially everything he did, personal, professional, was all about just his own ambition, essentially. Right. Would you say that was probably true? Yeah. Okay. So he was probably not an ideas change maker. So different change makers are different. But what I would say is that the reason I think an ideas change maker would be a good personality for you is that there, when I, I'm going to say ambitious, but not, not in the traditional sense, if that makes sense. So ideas change makers are very driven to pursue what they consider important. But usually that is not, or it's almost, it's really never just about financial success. You see what I mean? So they're ambitious in terms of they're, they're, they're persistent. They don't give up easily. They, um, you know, just really will put tremendous energy and thought and commitment into following what, you know, what following their dream, but, and that, but that dream is not a superficial dream. It's very much about something that has to do with their values. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I feel like that really is important for you because it's the drive. It's someone who's, who's not passive in their life, but the actual thing that they're prioritizing is not sort of the standard definition of success. You know what I mean? It's very, as a matter of fact, they're what they consider important and what they go after um, is something that most people would not even necessarily, you know, wouldn't fight as, you know, wouldn't fight for, you know what I mean? Because it's something that most people would consider, you know, not, um, yeah, it's more, it's just not typical, you know, it's not just money or it's not just something that everyone goes after. You know what I mean? It's something that really comes from a real internal value place, you know, very, something that they just say, I want to do it where most people are just like, yeah, I don't have time for that. I want to, I want to make money. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the person I look for. Like that's yeah. a, like people are like, Oh, you only want someone with money, this and that. But yeah. it's like, no, like I want someone who's passionate about something yes. and is actually doing what they're passionate about. Exactly. Exactly. So I really do think that that um, is a good, personality type for you but here are the again it's tricky it's very tricky there are plenty of men who are ideas change makers but what i will say is that most of those men do not necessarily have super well-developed bodyguards and in general 
do not seem emotionally available. So in general, ideas change makers, they define themselves based on their internal thoughts and feelings, but often thoughts dominate over feelings. So especially in our society where men are raised and that's encouraged in them um, to sort of, you know, thoughts over feelings. I, I just think that that's going to be the most common. So what's less common, but I think is sort of would be really good for you. And they're out there. They would have the ideas, ideas change marker core personality, but they would have had enough life experiences that made them want to tap into their own emotional reality and emotional experience and emotional life. So now, so that would mean that would look like having really both bodyguards developed. So their one bodyguard, which is an ideas explorer, again, that's what I was saying to you before, someone who's very deeply spiritual and or deeply, deeply creative in a very profound sense. And so that person would then have that value that would then come into play. You would want that to be what I call a pervasive bodyguard personality, um, which would mean that it's really always there. Ideas change makers would be someone that you might actually feel is like deeper, but still not emotionally available. Whereas the, you know, other personalities are more like they're not deep and they're not emotionally available. Whereas an ideas change maker could feel like they think about things and could really feel like, oh, this person has depth and would want, would, would recognize my depth, but yet they're still not emotionally available. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, can so, I mention, sorry. Please go ahead. Uh, because when we talked for like the ideas change maker yeah. you also mentioned like when they have that personality they're like they know from right or wrong and I feel like yeah. um, that's really important because I feel like the guys that I have dated like the one I mentioned where the guy didn't know like from right or wrong like didn't know how it was wrong to still approach other girls when you know yeah. he's in a relationship with me a hundred percent a hundred that's I love that you said that because specifically ideas change makers would absolutely in general tend to be one women men. Like mm -hmm. they, they, their natural personality would not be to, you know, reach out to different women at a time. It's actually possible where they would feel really strongly about the relationship, but they still wouldn't seem emotionally available. So it would be really important that, an ideas change maker who you dated had a pretty well-developed ideas explorer bodyguard. Um, and it would be under, you know, best case scenario, it would be pervasive bodyguard versus circumstantial. So I'll explain what I mean. So if you have someone who's an ideas change maker and um, in their day-to-day -day life, you know, very cerebral, very analytical, and they happen to be a very talented artist in a particular way, in, in a really kind of profound type of art. That could be circumstantial, where they only go to that bodyguard, to that ideas explorer bodyguard, when they're focused on their art, okay? Mm -hmm. 
But if they have it as a more pervasive bodyguard, it, it would pretty much mean that it included more of a general depth, general spiritual depth, creative depth, which do often go together. So what I would say is that ideally, an ideas change maker who would be a good fit for you would have an ideas explorer, a pervasive ideas explorer bodyguard. So even though on the surface, most people, when they met them, they would still seem very cerebral, very analytical. But once you connected with them on that relationship level, you would really have access to that deeper spiritual, emotional kind of aspect of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other bodyguard, which again is, is your core personality, which is the ideas connector. You know, it's interesting because two ideas connectors um, would not necessarily get along. So I would say that that bodyguard, you know, ideally would be kind of, he would be comfortable with that bodyguard, but it wouldn't be something that was sort of driving him, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think, you know, what I'm describing is it's a very specific combination and, and it could be tricky. And I know that, you know, we can't just like order up a personality combination. <laughs> you know? um, but I think that having that vision, you know, it might be something that, you know, as you're, you have incredibly sensitive antenna, right? Of just awarenesses and subtleties. And so I think having an awareness of sort of that general configuration, um, I think, you know, could possibly help you be open to knowing when that person's in front of you and knowing sort of recognizing that and, and you know, seizing that opportunity. Um, and, and so I, I think that the way that person would would look, like if not physically, but, you know, the way it, as you approach them, like what it would feel like, would feel like, again, someone on the outside uh, would seem pretty serious, someone who seems pretty serious, um, quiet generally, would seem like an observer. Um, But then when you started talking to them, it would be very clear that they have, you know, they're, they're very opinionated, um, hopefully in a respectful way. I mean, I think that um, the thing with ideas change makers is they can be so confident that they're right and everyone else is wrong that they can come across as disrespectful. Um, and so, again, that all has to do with maturity and balance and all those things. So, you know, I think that, you know, someone who clearly is opinionated, but then obviously someone who has enough awareness to know that even if you disagree with them, it doesn't put them on the defensive. Because I think, unfortunately, that's a pitfall um, of that personality type, So, which is something, you know, and that just has to do with, again, maturity, emotional development, just emotional health. You know what I mean? And that's just is what it is. But um, ideally, it would be someone, again, first impressions, quiet, uh, thoughtful, very much an observer, um, but someone who... On, in the one-on-one conversation is not shy about expressing their opinions um, and then hopefully also respectful of yours um, and able to have an, a dialogue. And that if you then, 
if if you go into that kind of deeper, you know, emotionally available place that they wouldn't they wouldn't go there in public. You know what I mean? Like for for most ideas change makers, even if they have a strong ideas explorer bodyguard, it, it's not something that people who didn't know them well would see. Um, they, it, you know, it would be more that you know when you were more in a one on one situation, that's when you would see it. So, and and then I think you know the other side, the sort of being comfortable with the ideas connector, but not being driven by it. I think that would so 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 a sign of that, a really good sign of that would be that in discussing with them, um, if you had a disagreement with them, that they could see your point of view, that they they didn't have this hard and fast, well, you agree with, you disagree with me, so you're wrong and that's it. That would mean that they really, that their idea of connector bodyguard is not at all developed um, or not enough, certainly. You know what I mean? So does that sort of paint a picture for you? Is that helpful? Is it not? Comments, questions? Yeah, it's it's helpful and it's, it's just so accurate. <laughs> I just love it because it's like, like, I know that's exactly the person I want to be yeah. with. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's like you said, you can't order a person. So it's like, it's kind of hard yeah. to find someone with that personality. Do you feel that, like, obviously, you're, you're a social person, you come across a lot of people. Do you feel like up till now, you've had a vision of, okay, how will I know when I see the person? What will their vibe will feel like? Like, does, does, did this conversation sort of inform that at all? Just the process of, okay, you know, tuning in your antenna to sort of picking up on that. I think um, as this is helpful too, because it reminds me that I also need to, you know, step back sometimes and kind of get to know the person too before wanting to jump into something serious. Because usually like I've had guys tell me too that like I rush things. Yeah. But for me, it's like, if I like you, you know, I want to move forward. I don't like wasting time. Um, oh. But definitely over the year, I've come to the point where I like taking the time to get to know them too. Yes. Um, before I want something serious and to jump straight into a relationship. Because I've noticed the things that I want. Like, I want someone who's ambitious, who's a goal getter, and, you know, who knows from right or wrong. So yeah. I have to make sure they have all that characteristics before I jump into something that might not work out. Exactly. Exactly. I yeah. just hope, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast and has the personality exactly. to find their way to me. And it was really a fun being on this podcast. I've actually learned a lot from you. So thank you. Now I know like my core and my bodyguard personalities too. So it's been awesome. really helpful. It's been so fabulous just chatting with you on this episode. And um, yeah, just thank you so much. Oh my gosh, the most important part we almost forgot. How do you want people to reach out to you? What social media oh, yeah. do you want? To <laughs> um, so my social media, I have Instagram and TikTok where I'm mostly active. And my username is Christine, M-O-U-M. So it's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-U-M. M-O-U-M, both M's as in Mary. Yes, correct. Perfect. Uh, wonderful. Well, 
just thank you so much. Thank you so much, Christine. And thank you everyone for joining us and just have an awesome day. Thank you for listening in to this Speaking of Dating Profiles interview. If you are single and looking and would like to be interviewed, please send us a message through our contact form on www.unconflict.com. That's www.unconflict.com. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Speaking of Humanity, a podcast about human connection.